Welcome to The Sins and Secrets of Tabard Lake, an original pandemic noir radio play by the women playwrights of San Francisco's Three Girls Theater. I'm AJ Baker, founding artistic director of 3GT. Our company's nonprofit mission is to raise the voices of women on stage while lowering the financial barriers for audience members to hear those voices. Although theaters were dark in 2020, we continued paying our artists to make new plays, and more than 30 writers, actors, and designers collaborated on the show you're about to hear. As with all 3GT productions, it's my pleasure to invite you to enjoy the show, and if you do, donate what you wish at threegirlstheater.org. Thank you for your support. Now, kick back, relax, and imagine yourself back in the golden age of old-time radio detectives. Welcome to Three Girls Theatre Radio production of The Sins and Secrets of Tabard Lake. Today, for your ears only, we bring you Episode 5, The Persistence of Memory. It's late Thursday afternoon at Tabard Lake Lodge, a luxury retreat isolated high in the eastern Sierras. Five days ago, four actors, a stage manager, and a director arrived to spend a week working on a brand new script with playwright producer Alice Singer. But that evening, a huge storm cut off all communication with the outside world. And then the playwright was found in the main lodge, dead. My name is Chauncey. And I'm a private eye from San Francisco. Alice hired me as production manager for the workshop, but my real job was to keep an eye on the participants. Alice had a history with all six, and she told me something had happened to make her think one of them wanted her dead. So she wrote this play to expose their secret sins and unmask the evildoer. With Alice gone, I've got till the end of the week to figure out who'd done it. This is the fourth rehearsal, and so far I've eliminated just two suspects. Nolan and Evie. After watching the last three rehearsals from my secret room, I'm gonna hang out behind the bar for this one. Sometimes the best way to hide is in plain sight. Get in here! You're throwing everything off schedule! Don't worry! Be happy! Don't worry, happy! <laughs> Oh my god, Evie, did you just snort? Yes. I used to be really good at that. <laughs> Before my nose got... <laughs> Do you two not see the rest of us waiting for you, or are you just too stoned to care? This is an Alice Singer play, not some stupid slacker flick. Sorry, Simone. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not in this scene, so unless Nolan needs me, I'm out of here. Ah, fine, Evie. You'll be up tomorrow. And parting is such sweet sorrow. (laughs) Some people are just impossible. Simone, thank you for your Herculean efforts. Yeah, thank you for your efforts, theater trash lady. Hey, why is your face blowing up like a balloon? Fred! Sorry, but look at her! Leave me alone! Focus, everyone! Tonight, we're doing scene four. 
the man who couldn't get enough. The sin is gluttony. Vintage Alice Singer. High concept, a little nasty. The story riffs on the legend of the succubus, the evil temptress who steals feeble men's souls and memories during dream sex. In Alice's telling, the succubus is a man. Steward, you up to playing a witch? Of course. I'm a real pro, unlike some other folks. Uh, I appreciate your humility, as always. Oh, hey, Chauncey, can you hand me that black mask on the bar? I want to use it to get into character. Good idea, Stu. Run with it. Fred, you're the hapless victim. Fire when ready. This may... (coughs) I need some water. I'm parched. Here, weed whacker. Take the whole goddamn pitcher. Holy shit, buddy. Did you just pound that entire thing? I've had plenty of practice. Any time now, gentlemen. Okay. Okay, I'm ready to rock. This may be the best dream I've ever had. Sleep takes many forms, my friend. Call it what you want. It's working for me. Don't you recognize me? I was that cute blonde that clubbed the dance last Thursday. Oh, no, you weren't. Believe me, I remember him. Do you really? Medium build, green eyes, hot ass. You betcha I remember. Take another look at me, mon cher. Whoa! How did you turn into him? Where did you get that mask? Remember? 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 Remember what? Oh, good, good, very good, Stuart. Stuart, keep going with that spooky echo chamber thing. Excuse me, Nolan, but there's something really wrong with Simone's face and it's distracting me. (sighs) Good grief! Simone, what's going on? I got stung by some bees last night, so of course I had an allergic reaction. Bees? Where the hell did you find bees? Oh, the sweet honeybee. So misunderstood. I can relate. Are you okay, kiddo? I'm fine. I took six Benadryls before I got here. How many? And I drank two pots of coffee, so I'm totally on top of it, okay? If you say so. Stuart. At remember. Right. Remember how I said you reminded me of my older brother, the one that overdosed, how he loved to party just like you, how maybe we could just talk instead of jumping into bed. There was some kind of bummer energy before second year, but we made it past that, way past that. Oh, yes. But I always give my encounters a chance to say no. If not, here I am again. Two more times and your soul is mine. Remember that? Give me a break. Sorry, Nolan. No offense to the dearly departed playwright, but this is where women and men just differ. 
No man would ever think guilt-free sex was a bad thing. (laughs) Stereotype much? Since when do only men enjoy guilt-free sex? Gay men have lots of sex and it's all fabulous. Group sex, casual sex, online sex, porn. Doesn't make us weak or soulless. It makes us happy, as Nolan of all people knows. (sighs) No one wants to hear about your sordid exploits. Okay, what are you thinking, Fred? I can live with the whole three times and you lose your soul business. Definitely adds some tension. But my character shouldn't be weak, for Christ's sakes. He should be strong enough to battle the succubus to keep his soul. Sexy. Interesting. Over the top. He's a real man. All right, Freddy. We can try some improv on this. Especially since Stuart's already channeling the mask voice. I like it. A masked Jacob wrestling with God for his blessing and catharsis. The Old Testament makes for really great theater. Not exactly where I was going, but whatever works for you, Stewie baby. Alice didn't write a gay mud wrestling scene. It's not what she wrote, it's what she meant, idiot. Great actors have a feel for the characters and for what is about- Great actors. You see any around here? Simone, please. Fred, show me what you have in mind. Okay. Stuart, come here. Now I'm going to come at you head on and pull you towards me and make you want to Okay, be- okay. When you grab my arm, I'll go down on the floor like this. What makes you think my soul is so easily stolen, my mysterious friend? God damn it, Fred, you broke the water pitcher. Let me up. Let me up. I'm soaked! Alice would have loved me making these edits! Haha, <laughs> yeah? When was the last time you worked with her? I'm not sure. One of her less successful pieces, The Ghosting of Yvette, I think it was called. Out of all the shows Alice had off-Broadway, wasn't Ghosting of Yvette the only one that closed early? I don't remember that. But I do remember the last time I improved the playwright's script at the Verona Playhouse in New Jersey back in 1993. Every night, a standing ovation. (laughs) This is an Alice Singer play. It's not gonna be produced at some low-rent community theater. Can we please get back to the script? Verona Playhouse was a beautiful, professionally run house. The theater manager had a gift basket with Swarovski black truffles for me before each performance. They were absolutely delicious. And so was the theater manager. Mm. You're just disgusting. You're just ignorant. Nolan, if it's all the same to you while these two go at it, I'm going to go dry myself off and get a drink. You know, I read in Variety that the reason ghosting of Yvette tanked was because of drinking problems in the cast. As I recall, it was one cast member in particular, the actor who played Yvette's husband. That's not right. I wonder who that could have been. Oh, I think we're getting a little off topic here. That show didn't tank. It closed early because I don't remember that at all. Right. You know exactly what was in a gift basket some twink gave you in 1993. But you can't remember that an entire show closed early because of you. No wonder Alice never hired you for anything again. Now there's the pot calling the kettle. Pig. Loser. Chauncey just made me an excellent martini if anyone's interested. I certainly am. Barkeep, make mine a double. 
What? We're just giving up now? Not so funny when you have to look at yourself in the mirror, huh, Freddy? If you must know, that was a very bad time in my life. But believe me, I paid for it. I was going to show Alice how much I've changed since then. Mm, I don't see it. Simone, a word outside. What did I tell you about keeping it together around the cast? Ugh, I can't help it. The antihistamines are messing with me, and Fred really gets on my nerves. Were you able to make any progress last night? Chauncey's cabin is behind the beehives, the chicken yard, and God knows what else. Once I got stung, I had to turn around and go home. So you didn't see anything, even through the windows? I never got close enough. But it looked like all the shades were drawn anyway. All right. We can try again tomorrow. But I know something or someone is hidden in that cavern. You can try again yourself. I'm not going back there. This story isn't worth dying for. With only two more days of rehearsal, I feel like things are falling into place. I'm gonna cross Freddy off the list. He's so loopy he can't even remember why he screwed up with Alice, let alone make a plan to kill her. Have to admit he cracks me up. Swarovski truffles, come on! I do feel a little bad about Simone's face. When I move the beehives in front of my cabin, I assume she'd be scared off. Serves her right for being so nosy. She's still a suspect, but I'm beginning to think she's more likely to kill one of the actors than Alice, and maybe with good reason. You've been listening to Three Girls Theatre Radio, The Sins and Secrets of Tabard Lake, created by A.J. Baker. Tune in next time for episode six, Knife in the Back, when we hear Susanna say, I'm always ready for my close-up. Episode five, The Persistence of Memory, written by Julia Jackson and A.J. Baker. Dramaturgy and direction by Pamela Hollings, starring Fenris Chauncey, Zoe Chen as Simone, Federico Edwards as Freddie, Jocelyn Truard as Evie, Louis Parnell as Nolan, and Lawrence Radiker as Stewart. Associate Producer, Zach Kopsiak. Production Manager, Mary Powelson. Sound Engineer, Jules and Delicato. Sound Effects, Eliana Vela. Original Music, composed by Nick Chang and performed by Throw Now Bones. Liliana Urbane, Sam Miller, and Nick Chang. This original radio play, copyright 2021. Three Girls Theatre Company. All rights reserved.